Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. We had a couple weeks off, but we are back and stronger than ever after several weeks of taking a break. And we have a really exciting topic uh, for you all today. Uh, so as you know, if you are a regular listener of Divi Chat, um, we don't always talk about Divi. A lot of times we talk about web design and client stuff and marketing and sale, all these different things. Basically anything that you, our listeners, want to uh, learn about, we talk about. Um, however, today we are kind of going back to basics and we are covering uh, some actual Divi features. So we're going to talk about the three latest Divi feature updates. Um, technically, it's actually four. They did them in three different uh, releases, but um, background mass and patterns, you can kind of argue are two different features. Uh, so there's background mass and patterns, there's the advanced gradient builder and Divi cloud. And so we're going to be talking about those and what it means for Divi. And on the surface of it, they sound like design features, and they are, but there's also another component to it. I'm not going to say it yet. It's actually more of a blank feature. Um, so stay tuned for that, and I'll explain my my rationale for that. Um, but before we dive into this awesome topic, let's meet our even more awesome panel. Uh, we will start with Mike, and then we will just go uh, around the horn. Thanks, Tim. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Mike Devitt from Web Design Pro here in the UK, where the Spice Girls were formed. So if you want the website you want, you really, really want, then we can help create your Viva Forever by never delivering too much. So spice up your site today with a little help from us. We help create your online business future. Short and sweet today, Tim. <laughs> I love it. I love, I, I want to call. Do you you have a business phone number? Because I really want to hear your voicemail. It's got to be pretty cool. Uh, hey everybody, uh, my name is Eric. I am with uh, In Transit Studios and Divi Agency Coach, uh, and I'm back in my home office in the United States this week. Yeah. There you can go. I know I said we'll go around the circle, but I'll go last. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. It is still early, but I'm getting there. The coffee's kicking in real fast. <laughs> uh, well, we are glad you're here, Sarah. Um, and thank you for coming, even though it is early on yeah. your side of the world. Um, my name is Tim Streifler. You can find me online at divilife.com where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, and tutorials, and then wpgears.com where I have the uh, WP, the podcast with my good friend, David, uh, as well as our Divi business expert course. Um, so as I mentioned during the intro, we are talking about some actual Divi features on Divi chat. So this is a big deal because as I mentioned, we, we talk about a lot of things and we, we kind of talk about things through the lens of using Divi, but we don't actually talk about Divi features all too often. And so uh, it's fun to get to actually talk about it. So um, we're discussing the three newest feature updates. Um, Divi uh, Cloud is the latest. Um, before that, they released Advanced Gradient Builder, and then before that, Background Mass and Patterns. So three updates, but really uh, four different features there. Um, so yeah, I guess we can dive right in, um, with the panel here. Have you guys had any time to 
play with the new features, play with Divi Cloud? Have you purchased the, the Divi Cloud or are you just using the free? Where's everyone at? Um, Mike, why don't you dive in first? Okay, yeah, I, I think I'll just uh, talk about um, some of the pre-Divi Cloud stuff, which was like the masks and patterns and, uh, and, and the gradients. And sort of my experience with that at the moment is um, that you can get very carried away. I mean, we've really been <laughs> used, really been used with sections um, and, you know, everything that's ever got, even got a background of having four options. So um, for anybody that's used to working with Divi and been working with Divi for a long time, Elegant Themes had given us the ability to just use a static background color, um, a, a couple of gradient colors. Um, and within those gradient colors, you could then choose a sort of linear or radial type of gradient. You could have a background image or you can have a video. And then using the background image, you could create some very nice overlays with the colors that you've chosen as in either your gradient or your or your color um, and create these lovely sort of effects. So with the masks and patterns update, we then got these two new tabs, these two new options. And so I've been playing with that and uh, and yeah, you can get very, very carried away. Some of the interesting things I've discovered with it are that um, you can use, um, and if anybody's in the chat, by the way, and they want to correct me on this, by all means, go ahead. You can use um, video with masks and patterns very well. So as long as you're uploading a video and not trying to use, say, a, a video from YouTube, but um, you can use um, like an uploaded video with masks and patterns and overlays on top of overlays because both masks and patterns have overlays on them as well. And you can create this absolute, um, I don't know, it's like going back to the 60s, sort of kaleidoscopic effect of patterns and, um, and all these either using blobs or, or whatever you want to do. That could work really well. Um, but um, you can't use um the the same thing in conjunction with sort of video and uh, and have all of these things going with gradients and colors so the thing to do is to experiment um, and to try different things yourselves if you start by, th by thinking about your colors anyway what i've found is you just think about your colors perhaps add a background image you might just stick with that the traditional way of of uh, perhaps designing with um sort of sections um, but yeah. then what you can do on top of that is you can say, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to try just now adding a pattern, perhaps adding a color to it, trying all the different patterns because there are around about 24 different patterns and about 23 different masks that you can use and you can invert and transform and all the rest of it. So I would just say to people, fill your boots, have a go at it, see how you get on. Um, but I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the experience of using it. But it's like anything, isn't it? It's I think sometimes less is more and you trying to create something that perhaps looks classy rather than just chucking the kitchen sink at it and going from there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it really is a uh, 
it's like a new set of design tools that we now have in our Divi toolbox uh, to be able to do those things. Um, and I, I want to hear what, what Eric and Sarah say before I, what I think this <laughs> actually is. I, it's a design, they're design tools, but they're also something else. Okay. Uh, I want to see if anyone else can guess what it is. Um, but yeah. I think it's too early in the morning for me to think about what else it could possibly be. Um, <laughs> I like, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I like that there is a lot more features. So I like the advanced gradient. I think, you know, Again, yes, you can go really over the top with any of the settings. So, um, but I think it's going to just give us a lot more freedom. And basically, it's just one extra step where you don't need to use CSS to achieve like the color look that you're going for, which I think is great. I think using this kind of stuff in a subtle way, um, things like, um, you know, when you have an image and then you want to put a gradient over the top, but before it was like, you know, you're trying to get text to be viewable. And so you kind of like it was really hard when you only had the two colors to work with, whereas now being able to kind of really make an area um, readable and then another area, the image really showed that kind of stuff is going to be particularly functional, I think. Um, I think the patterns are way overkill. And from what I can see, you can't make them more subtle. So you can't... Um, you can't make them slightly transparent. So I don't really understand that. You can make your color transparent, but then the pattern just stays like full. Um, and so I just feel like people are going to, you know, like when the shadows came in and or the movement came in and people just <laughs> went over the top with it. I think the patterns are going to be that version of over the top where um, hopefully they bring in, if you could make those patterns slightly transparent, I think they could be really subtle and really nice, um, and just bring texture into the page. But at the moment, I feel like they're a little overkill, which is unfortunate. Um, but I love the, um, what's, what's the final one? The, um, oh, my brain's not thinking background mask. I think the background mask is super cool. And I think there'll be lots we can do with the background mask. Um, Again, I think people, if you use a background mask in every single section, it's going to look ridiculous. So <laughs> I think those things where on a page, I would personally be inclined to use a background mask maybe twice on a page, like as specific section kind of, or do it in a super subtle way where you have a background mask, but the color that you're bringing in is like, you know, like that, it's like a gray that's like EC, EC, EC. Like it's like yes. only yeah. just gray, like a color that's only just different to the other color yeah. that you've got. I think it could be used really beautifully in those kind of really yeah. subtle ways. But I think, you know, like that honeycomb one, man, people are going to go over the top and it's going to drive me crazy. Um, so my general thoughts are it's super cool. And also my general thoughts are, oh my God, I don't want to see some of the sites that are going to come out because of these <laughs> new features. <laughs> So I'm, I'm both ways, um, but mostly I think it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. What about you, Eric? Any experience yet with those new features? Yeah, yeah, went and played with them. Um, I hate all of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, same exact thing. You know, um, great design is achieved when nothing else can be removed, not when nothing else can be added. Um, and so I think that it's like everything else. There's a time and a place. Um, be careful with it, be subtle with it. But I, I think you can, you know, you can definitely use it to achieve some some neat things, things that were already doable. Um, this just makes it a, a little bit easier. Uh, but 
just you gotta be you're just gonna have to be careful with it yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and if you look at kind of like the evolution of divi like background section background images and background images in general were part of divi 1.0 but they like i'm pretty sure they were like the only thing you can do and then they started adding stuff where like oh now you can do uh, gradients and they had the 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 previous version of the gradient builder which was more basic as we mentioned and then it's like they started doing like section dividers and adding these new design tools to our tool belt so now we're relying less on background images and so now we have uh the textures and we have the the, the masks and a, a more advanced gradient builder and so if you look at a lot of the examples in like the release posts and stuff um they're able to create really cool designs without a big background image and so um i, I kind of teased it uh that's why i think this isn't really just design tools that these are could also be considered performance tools now i know it's kind of a stretch but bear with me um, <laughs> when you have a website that's all images um, images are the typically the heaviest part of a website and yeah. so um if you're able to create design with less images by using some of these tools uh mixing gradients with um uh, patterns and masks and, and doing some of the things that uh are now possible with divi well now you're relying a lot less on heavy images and even if you do use an image like some of the examples have an image well if that image is only a part of the design where there's a gradient on top of it and there's uh, masks being used and maybe a pattern well that image that's there can be compressed and be a lot lower resolution making yeah. the page a lot smaller and so rather than having to have these super crisp retina images that are weighing down your site they can be really small because you're able to add in these really lightweight design tools that are are made with with css and svg and, and stuff like that so that's why in kind of a indirect way these aren't only design tools they're also could be performance tools because um if you think about just the the way that everything's going it's everyone wants a fast website certainly one thing it'll really help with is mobile optimization you know like the thing where you have a really big image and then you go down to mobile and it's that question of like can i just tell it to only look at the top left or can i tell it to only look at the middle or right. can i like or do i just re-upload another new image that's just for mobile like that kind of question if you're using this kind of functionality then potentially you've just got a little thing and you're using the pattern as a background and then you just change the pattern or the mask or whatever on mobile and your image is still kind of little and so it just works on all the devices so there could be really good advantages like that um yeah I'm just looking at the example page and I'm thinking maybe I haven't played around with it enough when I'm saying the patterns can't be modified at all because they seem to have settings I can't see on my thing. So <laughs> just in case I'm wrong, like it does look like they were able to manipulate the the patterns a little bit more than I found in my settings. But anyway. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think like with these, like I don't know how to really use these tools effectively yet. It takes a lot of trial and error, but what I'm excited to see, and maybe they've already yeah. started doing this, but with the the weekly layout packs, having the Elegant Themes design team start yeah. incorporating these things into the design so then we can see what's possible and 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 start to actually you know be able to you know what would be really cool feature it. in the future would be if you could upload your own masks 
so like there was a way that you know they kind of told you what to do with it like what format or whatever but then you could upload your mask that you make in illustrate that would be super cool because there's some of yeah. them that i look at and i'm like why yeah, do you, you have that extra little top. blob there like yeah. you know like yeah. they've got yeah. there's one where there's like a bit at the top and there's a bit at the bottom and then there's this random little square and i'm like I like those bits, but what is that square? Like, right. can we get yeah. rid of that, please? So, like, imagine if you could upload your own little masks in the future. Yeah, I remember seeing in the release post a lot of people were asking that very question. And yeah, right okay. now, no, you can't. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't think now, could. but surely, like, I mean, in the it's, future. I'm pretty sure it's just SVG, right? They're just SVG. Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 So, and that would be yeah. super cool. Like that, the freedom that that would bring us would be amazing. And obviously, everyone's not going to want to use that kind of feature. Like a lot of people are just going to want to plug and play the options that are available. But for those of us who do like to be a little bit more custom, because I think sometimes when these features come out, it's super awesome. But equally, all the websites start looking the same. And I know there's more features now. And so that's slightly less likely than what used to be the case. But still, we're going to start seeing these patterns everywhere. And we're going to be like, that's an elegant themes one. Right. And, you know, so like it's fine. And there's enough options. It's probably not going to happen too much. But equally, like the amount of times I go to a website and I'm like, I don't even need to look at the code. I know that's Divi. Like 100% <laughs> yeah, that's Divi. Yeah. So yeah. I think if we can avoid that experience, I mean, everyone else isn't going to understand that. And that's fine. But I think what they don't know that's subtly happening internally is you see a website and you go, I've seen this before. Like, yeah. And and you're not as sparked to want to um, experience the website. Whereas if we can bring subtlety and difference to a website, then when people come, even if they don't understand, oh, that's a Divi website, they understand, oh, I've seen that before. Um, and and I think you can disengage at a low level, which we totally. want to kind of avoid. We want to allow people to kind of yeah. be intrigued and excited and think, I haven't seen this before. Like, oh, what are you wanting to tell me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys and ever think... been on a, a a website on mobile and without looking at anything instantly, you know, it's a Divi site just by looking at the hand the nav. menu. Yeah. yeah, like without even clicking on it and seeing the drop down, just seeing Honestly, just, the like, nav is the one of the things. The hamburger is how. <laughs> far it is from the top and the sides you just know it's yeah. just it has those subtlety <laughs> i would love more features i know we can do it with css i know we can do it with like javascript i know we can like customize i know we can do it with a plugin but i do wish there was just a little more options built in to just tweak that stuff because it does it's the same thing it feels the same 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 every single time and i don't like that yeah. And I, I remember talking to to Kenny Singh, and that's something that's always been like something that irks him is like that a lot of Divi sites look the same. And yeah. so I think the way that that gets um, we escape that it's it's the, adding the additional design features like we're seeing, but also um, if they create basically different starting points. So every, right now it's like no matter what you start with a blank Divi site that has these default styles, but if there was a, a, a different way of starting a Divi site where you choose rather than, you know, having one option, then you can add layouts. It's no, you have, you know, option one is this, you know, kind of like uh, style and then option yeah, two right. is this and this. And so that's like, you know, I think a step that would, so I, I know they're thinking of those things and um, yeah, they, they way, things done to you. Another option, though, you you can kind of do the same thing. Is 
when you when you discover something you really like that's a change is you can go in and and right now on some of those things where you have to do it via CSS and, and stuff like that is you can make that change in your your own starter you know yeah. site so then when you upload a new when you kick up a new dev site you're yeah. picking up something that already is set different because you've already made those adjustments in your in your oh, own really? child thing that'd be that'd be one way to to do that oh absolutely. Yeah. cloud which we haven't got to is definitely part of that solution right yeah. I think that yeah. transitions nicely into Divi Cloud because that is going to be one of the features of Divi Cloud is being able to have uh, to store like website templates in the cloud. So you can do what Eric said is you have your starter site saved in the, into Divi Cloud. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Anyways, have you guys used Divi Cloud at all yet? I, I purchased... I purchased the the yearly plan, got locked into that super low rate, 40% off, um, like the day it was released. Um, but I haven't really had a lot of time to play with it yet. So I haven't fully played with it, but I, like I say, I, I bought it at the cheap rate because I just feel like, although it's not something I need right now, like it's a hundred percent something like I can see the use oh, case yeah. of being able to store as much stuff as I want to being able to kind of go in and out of sites. Like the idea at the moment, what I have is a starter site in my own hosting, but, um, and so I just duplicate that and then I start building from that duplication and that works really yeah, well, same. no issues. But as soon as someone wants to do it on different hosting or say we're on someone's different hosting and then we put it into staging and then we go work on it. Well, I don't have my starter to work on unless I kind of go and migrate it over and that's a pain in the butt. So like I could see so many use cases where this means I've got my starter with me wherever I go on whatever hosting I'm going to. I've got kind of the beginnings of it. Obviously, I've still got to upload my child theme, but if I've got my child theme packaged up and then I've got Divi Cloud, I'm kind of good to go in terms of all the styling that I like and the way I like things to be set up in the child theme, that kind of thing. So I 100% like jumped at buying it straight away. Um, and it was funny because... Like I don't always keep my sites up to date with Divi, but usually the one I'm working on, I just kind of naturally update everything as I'm going. And um, it was funny, like seeing it, like just pop up straight away. And I was thinking, oh, I don't even like have to, it's, it's like, it's just there. Like it's just already a part of it. So I yeah, think, and I have noticed they did say there was going to be an improvement with, sorry, I'm a bit um, blocked up. Um, there, there was an improvement with the speed of the load from library. I have a hundred percent noticed that it is loading so much faster because I use that feature a lot. I use the kind of, um, yeah. you know, your saved layouts or existing pages. I use that oh, all yeah. the time. Um, and I, I have noticed over time that that has become really slow and really clunky and really annoying to work with. So even just the performance update of that has been, Oh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love being able to create a new page and then just uh, basically duplicate a page that's already there from a pre pre-existing yeah. page. It's such a huge, because I remember before they had that, you could do it from library. You have to save to the library though. Mm -hmm. And so having it just, you don't have to save anything. It's already there. Just if it exists somewhere on your site, you can automatically grab it. Yeah, anytime yeah. I'm starting a new page, even though the design we'll have is completely different, there'll be elements that'll be the same. And rather than copying and pasting over, I'll just start with ones that's the closest and then start yeah. copying and pasting from other pages. 
totally it saves me so, so yeah that's good time. to hear that that they they sped up that loading of that those features i 100 percent think i will use the feature of um backing up a site layout like when we finish a design i think that'll be a practice i want to start implementing with divi cloud is just go through and save the layout of all the pages into my cloud so that then when i hand the site over it doesn't matter if backups fail it doesn't matter if like I'm not managing it. It doesn't matter about any of that stuff, but we have a backup of all the layouts. And I know people have talked about doing that just in the website itself, but that doesn't um, right, that doesn't stop you from fails. having issues yeah. of, yeah, the website failing. And sure, you won't have all your CSS there. So maybe you need to like take another step of like saving the child theme or whatever. And I probably won't do that. But just knowing you've got the layouts, because the amount of times a client will kill a layout, I don't know how this happens, but I have had multiple clients come to me and say, I don't know what happens, but happened, but the, the page is just blank now. And I'm like, how did you kill a page? They can do it. They can do it. Yeah, they, they just have to destruct. Multiple times. And yes. I have never been able to achieve that myself. I cannot replicate the issue, but I've had multiple clients do it. So yeah. just knowing that I have a backup, that is not like that they can't delete. Because what if they go in the library and start right. deleting out layouts? Like, you know, you've got something in your thing. And then there's the added advantage of like, say you go build another website and it's pretty similar to one that you've done before. You don't have to go sneak into their website and like, you know, copy elements, you've got it sitting in your cloud already yeah. and you can kind of bring it in as a starter and then start modifying. I think there's so many areas where it's going to be a great backup, but also just save you time in the future where yeah. I've done this button before. I know this button that's in this site. Let's just bring in a version of that layout, copy that, like save that button and off we go. Like I don't have to go and kind of start from scratch again yeah. or try and remember how I did it or try and log into that site and check it out. Yeah. Just I never thought of that. Like, obviously like being able to reuse stuff, that's kind of the way to pitch it, but as a, like a client backup, an additional yeah. like layer of backup, um, which as we mentioned they're on their roadmap, they have a lot of features being able to save Divi theme options, which would include custom CSS if you saved it nice. there, uh, yeah. as well as other features and then being able to save entire website templates. Um, and so that kind of begs the question, like, are they going to add up, are they going to make it into a full backup tool? Like they totally could, like yeah. all that functionality is there, uh, to be able to, they're going to need some servers. It, yeah. <laughs> we'll need to scale their resources for sure. Yeah. But, I don't reckon they'll I, go I mean, down that track it. of like full backups because there's so many elements outside of Divi that are a pain in the ass to backup. But, well, I, but that's like, another feature though, is, is saving, um, on the roadmap is saving third-party content, like contact oh. forms and stuff like that. So it's like all those other pieces are already there. And so I, yeah, okay. I don't know, maybe, maybe they will, at least in a basic form, maybe not automated, you know, weekly backups yeah. like the other tools do, but yeah, it's interesting because we've got uh, Danny in the chat and uh, she says, uh, I download their layout pages. I probably still will. Can't rely on Divi Cloud just yet. It's kind of like a, a trust thing, isn't it, sometimes? And I remember I remember, I was watching Divi Chat probably 2017 and I think it was either Gino or Tammy were talking about how they used to always download. They used to finish a site and yeah. then, then it would download. Tammy. Yeah, it was Tammy. 
download all of their um, layouts and they would yeah. store them. So that if anybody ever had a problem, they got that um, in their own sort of. Um... That blew my mind. I was like, that is so <laughs> smart. Oh yes, my gosh. I know, I know. What a smart I, thought idea. As well. I thought that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've had a mixed reaction to this and I'll explain why. So I initially, I, I mean, I, firstly, I've got to take my hat off to, to, to elegant themes because Nick spoke about um, and when he he uh, joined us on our 200th episode. He he spoke about subscriptions, and we always said, you know, we always talked to him and said, you know, you 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 give this sort of unlimited lifetime uh, license for for Divi, and he did sort of hint at some point some kind of subscription based model would come in. And then you yeah. looked at this and then I looked at how they've applied it and they've done a brilliant job. Yeah. The, what I've been using though for the last um, sort of couple of years is page builder cloud. And this has a lot of the features that that's in this, but the differences with, with, with Divi is that of course, everything is built in. So page builder cloud, you, you add, to your site and then you can add your Divi layout. So I've been adding Divi layouts to this for uh, for the last couple of years and and it's been a really nice feature um, and you can also use code snippets. So I think that was, I don't think that's available yet. I think that was on the roadmap, wasn't it, Tim? Yeah, that is on the yeah. roadmap. Yeah. So um, that was really cool because I was putting hooks and PHP and all kinds of different you know, different pieces yeah, of code I mean, into you that. Technically, if you put if you put a code module in a layout and then put all your code snippets there, like you could technically could do it yeah. using code modules. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're going to build a more elegant way of doing it. Yeah, and 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 you the thing is with um, with this tool that I was using, it was uh, everything could be marked up. You knew exactly what it was that you uh, the type of code. You could also do the same thing of categorization. Uh, where you could say, oh, this is a WooCommerce snippet that, you know. And and how so, is that different to just having it in an app on your computer? It It is in, in as much that um, if you're in a site and you're building it, you would add it as an additional, uh, as an additional, it was a plugin, so you'd add it as an additional plugin and then it would just pull down everything that you've got in the cloud. So but I mean, like would, in using a code, so it. as a code like snippet, thing like i've just got an app where i've got my code snippets i can search sure. it i can copy paste? and paste like over i i don't i like i think it's great to have it as a backup but mine's already mm. backing up to dropbox so like i'm not going to lose them so what's no. the advantage to having your code snippets inside the website i guess is there any like way that you just like like i, I think it's just CSS convenience. style or yeah something it's like just that. convenience i suppose if you're yeah. whilst you're building it's just convenience and and Having the lovely thing is one place yeah and the great thing is that what you can do is you can just literally then take that all of that information um anything you've you've done that put it into your um page builder cloud and yep. and then you can um remove the plugin before you go live you've yep. got everything there uh, and then if you ever need to just re-add it, you can. So uh, it, it was, like I said, somebody had already come up with a very, very good idea. But like I said, yeah. what I've seen so far with Divi, and what I like what they've done again is that 
for anybody that's got an existing subscription with them, they've still given you something for free. So it's not, um, you know, it's not one of these things where, um, you know, you, you, it's, it's, it's buy it to try it. It's try it. You get a little bit of uh, space. We'll give you some space. We'll give you some lay yeah. uh, layouts you can add. Um, and then, you know, take up, take up the offer. And, and I think for sustainability, for even for elegant things, this is a really, really, sort of good idea for their totally. for their business model and especially that roadmap as well tim which you uh, which you mentioned earlier yeah as a side note talking about code snippets sarah i use oh. the paste clipboard app for my yeah snippets, and it's so <laughs> handy them in there. It's just a keyboard shortcut yep. and it's boom all right there yeah. um but, I was just looking. Yeah. At, I mean, I use I use that too. But I was just looking in the uh, the roadmap that they're talking about. I can see how it being inside it would be useful. So they've kind of got you're in the advanced section. So this is if you're putting your code snippets. See, I normally put my code snippets into the style sheet, which is different, right? So then I'm just copying and pasting from my other code snippets over to the style sheet. So it's completely separate to the website, kind of. But I can see that if you're using the advanced tab to put in your CSS, that they've got an option that will be coming where in that code snippet area, there's a plus button. And so then you can kind of add from your code snippet that I'm guessing you could like say like like gentle shadow or like whatever you want to call it. Um, and then there's a button to save to library where you could name whatever that particular um, code snippet is. So I can see how that could be really useful if you were putting your code into the advanced area of a module rather than into the style sheet specifically. Yeah, for sure. So, so I have a question about, I, I, I signed up, um, to get the deal, you know, locked in the pricing. It was a good <laughs> Um, and I, I see the, the potential there. Um, and then I told, you know, Peter that it was there and he was excited and was looking forward to using it. But a question I just had, um, that I hadn't thought of before this, and, and maybe it's discussed in the video and, and I just don't know, but when you go in and so I just went into the back end of, of the in transit it site and added a new page real quick. And it was real easy, simple to just log into, to the Divi cloud. Um, and so then I exited the, the website and I logged in again. I was still logged into the cloud. My question is, can you log what out? happens? What, what happens? What, there is, you can manually log out, but mm -hmm. what happens when a new user log? I'm just concerned. Like, I guess my question is what's the security Cause it said when I logged in, it says you're already logged in as, do you want to, you know, everything, do you want to continue with this, this account? I'm just like, what access potent do potential? clients potentially have yeah. to this if yeah. you're using your own elegant, if you're using the same elegant themes license across your clients. Surely so the role it's, editor it's, would allow it's you not, to It's not that. using any WordPress role editor or, or it's, it's authenticated in the browser is what right. Nick said. So someone would have to come and use your browser to get into your Divi cloud. Oh, right. So like when a client creates... Uh, or you create a, a user role for the client, or even if they're an admin, they don't have access to Divi Cloud right. unless you give them the. So if you then go to a cafe yourself. potentially, oh, it's not IP related. I was thinking it was IP related, but like if I go and jump on my husband's computer in the next room, then I would have to re-log in. Correct. Because I'm yeah. on a different. Or if I go from Chrome to Safari, then I'm going to have to re-log in on the Safari version of the website. Okay. 
I just yes. and I'm, I figured it was addressed. It's just all of a sudden it was because I haven't I haven't played with it. I signed up. I told the team it was there. <laughs> have fun. But then all of a sudden I went. Well, wait a minute. I wonder if there's a security yeah. risk. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I had the same thought when Mike said he removes the plugin, and I was like. I guess that'd be something. I guess I just log out or something. <laughs> yes, it'd be the same thing like when uh, you stay logged into a site, like your own WordPress site, even though you've closed yeah. the window. Yeah, um, until it, you like fully clear the cache. And then once yeah, you exactly. the cache, or whatever the, the, you know, the expiry time or whatever it's called. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically like saving that login in the in the browser. So it's definitely secure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's no risk of clients being That's able great. to get in. That's and, useful I, and then I think, and then I think the only other concern I, I had with it was, boy, you have to be really careful because I'm assuming if you load in something like again, I haven't haven't tried, but if I if I save something and load it into another website, is it pulling in just the layout or is it pulling in actual content as well? Uh. Yeah, it would pull in the content from that page. It would pull you, in the you whole have, layout. Because you have to be really careful then that every image gets replaced, every word get. I mean, it would just, you're, it's just one more thing. It's fine. It's just, boy, you would definitely want to not leave something there from another client's website. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So just, uh, just uh, on one we've got in the chat here with Andrew, who... Uh, has been on the show, he's a friend of the show. Uh, and uh, Andrew said, uh, when I started <laughs> the cloud, the snippets was my best idea. Uh, uh, the thing I love about Divi Cloud is the fact that you can save sections and modules. And I think he mentioned yes. earlier on that. Uh, he I said think the sections and the good. modules is the answer to your thoughts, Eric, is like rather than saving full layouts, I think one thing I will definitely be doing is saving elements of websites so like when i do a button that i just love i'm going to be saving that button and you know like when i've got a section and maybe even what you could do if you want to if you know you're going to use this layout again and again you could kind of duplicate it pull out the stuff that's sensitive chuck in some lorem ipsum and then save it and so then you've got this section this section kind of layout ready to go all the time that's kind of culled um, so you haven't kind of tried to do it to your live one, but you kind of duplicate it. That would be a way yeah. to go about it. Or even when you're building it, you could build it with all like the fake stuff and yeah. save it and then start replacing in with your live site if you think it's something you're going to use all the time. But I think being able to save sections and modules and, you know, specific little things, they're the things I come back to all the time where I'm like, I've done this button before or I've done this navigation style before. I know it's somewhere. Where was it? It's on yeah. the site. And then I have to like think what was the site? And then I go yeah. back and try and find it. And then it's like, crap, I don't have access to that site anymore. So then yeah. you're like <laughs> inspect, like trying to look through, dig through all of the yeah. CSS again. And it's kind of like, oh, this is, and if there's JavaScript, you screwed kind of thing. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, I think get that stuff is going to be amazing. Yeah. And I've been, I've been there and, and done the same thing. And I think it's, it's yeah. great potential. It's just, I think, when you when, when if you decide to get to the point where you want to move past being you know one person you start building out a team of d developers that's where suddenly you could start to run in so it's just something you're going to have to think through yeah. like yeah have you ever done the thing where you've like reused a section somewhere and you haven't remembered that you did do multiple images 
for like mobile. So you've got like a big desktop image, but then you had a different one for mobile and then you duplicate that section to a different page and you forget that factor. So you change the desktop one, but you forget to change the, and, and then you've already rolled that out to like, 50 pages or something and then you suddenly go crap oh, no. <laughs> now i have to go through and delete that like mobile version on every so even within a site i have done that before where yeah. it's it's like a sub thing where you've done something at a sub level and you forget that you did and then you duplicate it somewhere else yeah and that could be interesting if you have more than one developer yeah, working for you, you know, and and suddenly all the developers are saving to the, like, you may load something another developer did, but not know that they did that. So there's yeah. even so I'm just saying, like, I, I think there's a checklist here, you may want to come up, I, I don't know, I gotta, yeah. I gotta think it through. But I, I'm, I think it's going to make, uh, I'm excited for our, the team, because I think it's going to make things more efficient. Yeah. For sure. Like when they're like, oh, you should check out this thing on this site we did and, you know, we can make recommendations. But I think coming up with a a, a checklist to make sure yeah. those little things. It's definitely yeah. as big a feature in my mind as when copy and paste modules or copy and paste styles came in. Like that element of being able to copy and paste um, modules and copy and paste styles saved me so much time in building. And I feel like this is just as monumental a, sta- a step in terms of speeding up my process. Because yep. um, being able to save to library, you know, in the past has been clunky and slow. And this just seems like it's going to really um, speed up the process a lot. I also quite like the uh, option of the, the, this is one of those sort of small features that's actually I think for, for a lot of people that use the customizer uh, is a really nice one where you'll be able to save and store theme customizer configurations into your cloud as well yeah. and it's you know there are there are some really nice things about that um, and uh, that's on the coming soon that's on the roadmap as well so I look forward to seeing that as well too yeah yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I really do think it is a game changing feature, and they're going to continue yeah. adding. Uh, obviously, the the stuff on the roadmap is the stuff that they're already planning. You know, they have yeah. at least some level of mockups done. Um, but I think even these things are just the beginning. Um, they'll continue to build out, and I think to Eric's point, I think they're going to um have more collaborative features built in not just a divi cloud but divi in general i know that's something that they've talked about is uh and i think nick talked about or maybe it was kenny uh when we had him on 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 divi chat um basically having collaboration tools built in because yeah right now it's like divi is kind of the features are tailored towards you know one person designing building the site but as your company grows, your agency grows, and you have multiple people collaborating and, and picking up where the other one left off and stuff, having ways to do that effectively. So you're not stepping on each other's feet or or not knowing, you know, what someone else has already done or hasn't done and, and stuff like that. It'd be cool so, to have yeah. a, um, when you save it, to have a notes section. That would be really so cool. We, we have started um, to that same thing because I've always said, I wish there was a way to add notes in here even to myself on things but now to the team so we've just started adding a hidden section and we just make it invisible on all three desktop you know with a text module in it and we can and we do that now um but it's you have to add this section you have to make it invisible and things like that and it's still there on the page and if a client logs in it's there so you can't 
you know, call a client a name or something. Um, but, uh, but I think having those where you can remind yourself, you know, I did this, yeah. I did this. Oh my gosh. Do you ever change yeah. the admin labels on any of your um, modules though? Uh, so, because that's because there's an option to, in yeah. there, you could probably put some put some. Uh, that's of it. You have to be sure, but that's on our to do list. That's on our one of our standard operating procedures. Mm -hmm. If we're designing a site that the client is going to maintain, then yeah. then we do that. But rarely do we. We ninety nine percent of the sites we build, our clients never log into them. No. So yeah. because of that, we don't. But maybe we should. I only do it if clients are going to use block block mode, which most clients yeah. don't want to use block mode. So there's kind of no point at that point. But if if it's a really complex one or if it's one where things are really overlapping, so selecting things is really challenging, then I'll go through and rename them because you kind of have to work in block mode when they're like all really overlapped. Yeah, I was just thinking of using that being able to put some of those notes. Oh, right. I mean, it depends on how you know how deep you want to go really eric how much you know if it's going to be a, a paragraph then maybe not <laughs> yeah i think one thing that elegant themes have done really well like as you were saying before mike in terms of coming up with an idea of being able to make some money out of us i think the thing they've done really well is you don't need to use the paid version there is no reason that any person who has one website needs to pay for this feature and so i think it's really cool i remember when we first met nick years ago he was saying i'm trying to think about something that would be of value to you guys to like the people who are using this all the time every day that we could give you something that you then actually want to pay for and is really valuable i feel like this is like the perfect level yeah. of that where anyone who's got one website they don't need it and they're never right. going to need to pay for it. Yeah. It's not impacting them. They're not losing something by not having it. They can still access Divi Cloud to the level that they would ever need to. But for us, it's gold and we're happy to pay for it. And it means that we're ongoing paying. Like, I just think well done to them to think of something that doesn't dis, what's the word? Like disadvantage the average user, but really right. advantages us and we want to pay for it. Like, I think, oh, yeah, nice work. Especially for some of the pages, like we've got like five versions of a four of a custom four hundred four page. Um, you don't have to completely. You don't have to start from scratch at, yeah. with every single project on that. Um, you know, this is this is gold for that. Like, oh, yeah. this one matches up the most to this. Yeah. At least it gets you started. So I have a bunch of coming soon pages, like ready yeah. to go, just sitting there in the library. Like you don't have to go and dig it up and find where it is. It's just there, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Love it. And um, I don't right. ever want to see a standard standard DVU button ever again on any website ever. <laughs> no I know, it's painful. it's painful. I feel like I need to take a pledge with that. <laughs> like I solemnly swear to never use. <laughs> well, you could do a background. Note, you could do a background color with a gradient <laughs> and a pattern oh and a mask on it. Can you just imagine some of the sites we are gonna see with some of these new features? <laughs> Yeah. But now. speaking of like the Divi defaults that we are just so sick of seeing because they haven't updated like the default Divi styling on a blank mm -hmm. Divi install since day one um, yeah. is in Divi cloud, Divi builder presets are on the roadmap. So being able yeah. to have so a good. starting point, like we talked about yeah. where right off the bat, even before you've added a single 
layout. You don't have to add a button layout. You just add your your presets, presets. and then it's going to get rid of all those ugly defaults that we're, we're sick of seeing. Yeah. So lots Hallelujah. of exciting stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's really that's really cool. I, I like it. I just thought an idea of a client this would be a good solution for. Sorry. Yeah. Um, hey, back to the overlays and and all the the gradients and and the things on that. Um, something I had thought about that I wanted to to bring up is just as a as a cautionary note is I was when I was playing with this uh, last week, I realized just how quickly I could wreck. Um, compliance <laughs> for accessibility. Um, yeah. You can really mess up your your accessibility of a website by having the. So one of the things on accessibility that matters is the contrast between the font color and the background color. So if if your font color is over a background that's a gradient or changing, yes, you can make it really difficult for somebody with vision challenges to access a, a website. So that would be another cautionary note. Yeah, yeah. but it's a bit like being a, a you know, load of children in a candy shop at the moment, isn't it? It's it, at the beginning, whenever you get these new tools, it, it you just chuck everything at it and say, well, what, what hideous configuration can I come up with? And then you just learn to scale it back. And then when you stop and think about all the rules and accessibility, and how important that is, you go and check these some of these things out. So it's funny because I was, uh, we had a, um, uh, it was my wife's birthday at the weekend, and she had this um, uh, Himalayan candle that she received, and it came in this lovely white box. And we have a, a company, I don't know if you've all heard of the company called The White Company. So the box is like uh, a white box with uh, ever so slightly um, highlighted white, uh, sort of indented text it's almost gray that sits on on the top of it and, I, and i'm standing it with my glasses and i can't read it <laughs> <laughs> but it's in, in its own way you know the some of these firms and these companies have their own sort of branding and the way in which they do things and of course on a website some people think that that's acceptable as well where you're kind of creating this really they're trying they think they're being classy but actually you're creating something that it's really difficult to see Right. And not only that, like there are some things that I think people have just gotten used to looking at a certain place on a website for a certain thing, you know, totally. like, and so there are some best practices and you could, you could really go hog wild, for example, in a footer. Um, and now what you're doing is messing up at you. Like I can't tell. So in the United States, uh, fire code requires that on public buildings, all external doors swing out. And so that way, if there's a fire, you can't panic and, and pancake a bunch of people in front of an exit door that can't open. Now, it that that does not exist other places. I can't tell you how many times I watched and chuckled at my children walking into a door why we were in <laughs> why we were in Europe, especially Poland. And even I did it. I every we would try to leave a building. And it was the wild, wild, wet. Like, is the door going to swing out? Is it going to swing in? Um, <laughs> and we kept hitting our faces off of these doors because we were expecting the door to open out. So in, in design, like, and make your footer, like, make it nice, but make it easy to find what the, the contact us information and, you know, easy navigation for all the pages that you don't want to list in, in the, the primary navigation. Because yeah. you just, you just, 
you, you, you create this conflict for people, this irritation, um, right. and they're just gonna leave, they're just gonna leave your client's website. Yeah. There's no reason to make something unique just to make it unique. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's standards that they, they become standards because they work. And so you don't need to change them just to change them. I love that analogy with the doors. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, the, uh, accessibility your point is illustrated really well eric on the release post for the background mass and pattern uh the blog post if you scroll all the way to the bottom the last animated gif it's like going through the evolution of showing what's possible but it shows you exactly what you're saying where you have this gradient mixed with a background pattern with black text and it just it's like so hard to read and then you know they're changing you know how many of the 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 patterns there are and it's just like oh my gosh i don't have vision problems but this is hurting my brain um yeah. until finally it ends up with some you know black text on a white background because of the um the mask you know kind of mm. isolates the the craziness to, to one section of the page but um yeah you were absolutely right like <laughs> you got to be careful with with those design choices but yeah in, in a lot of ways that hasn't changed because um same thing like yeah. with background colors and and text you know it's just giving you more uh, i guess more options to to screw things up so we are almost about at the top of the hour and so uh we don't do it all the time but we try to do final thoughts where we go around and give one final thought one more piece of advice one more comment on whatever it is that we've been talking about so uh who would like to go first with a final thought or thoughts plural so you can say one more more than one thought so i would say about um divi cloud and page builder cloud is that you know um divi cloud i think they've really done a fantastic job with it un unquestionable um if you're using other um page builders not just divi or you're doing other you know building other sites and quite a lot of web designers do because they adopt sites that have got different um other page builders on them, then definitely give Page Builder Cloud a look and and, and see what you think of that. That's um, pagebuildercloud.com. Have a look at that. Um, but equally, obviously, if your primary business and everything that you're doing is, is, is within Divi and you never touch anything else, then this is an absolute no-brainer. Um, and, uh, and I think it's a really excellent way of um, having your business, maintaining your business and, and and being able to um, create another efficiency and that's that's what et have done here they've, again they've created another really nice efficiency for us to be able to use um, when we're building websites and i always that's the thing whenever you see nick do any of his videos he's always talking about you know um, creating something that's not just you know maybe uh, sort of uh, something visual but something that helps increase the speed of your delivery and the more you're, you're delivering, the more money your business is going to make and the happier everybody is. So that's my final thought. Love it. Well said. Um, my th final thought is I'm, I'm constantly looking for how can I add value to our clients and also an opportunity, create opportunities to get increased wallet share. Um, so I think this is one of those updates. If you've been building websites for a couple years um, and your clients know you use, you know, Divi, 
I would kind of go in and, and take a, a good look at Nick's video and then create a video just very similar to it and do up a couple mock-ups and then put an exciting video together and say, hey, we're so excited to announce a new feature that was not available when we built your website. This is great. What a you know, with these new features, this would be a great time to to do a spring cleaning on your website and offer a special to um, update the the hero section. You know, hey, for for five hundred dollars right now, we're offering a special to to update your your hero section with one of these new things. Now. What that's going to do is open the opportunity for you to have conversations. Don't go overboard, you know, still guide your clients, but you know, you can turn some quick work out of this and then possibly even get a, you know, you might get a conversation with someone and go, they may just go, you know what? I think it's just time to redo the whole website. Hey, this is a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, I didn't know how to do this when I built your website and I just learned this new thing. It's a, this wasn't a possibility. Now it is. If you want right. to take advantage of it on your website. Yeah. So this is a great way to go out and um, get some, uh, you know, hit some of those uh, past clients up for some new business. Love it. Nice. Such a good businessman, Eric. <laughs> I don't think of those things. My final thought is around Divi Cloud. I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to use it, but I'm also going to go cautiously. So my personal approach with it is going to be like, I don't update Divi all the time unless it's a security release. I don't update it on websites unless I need to. So on a new one, yes, I am going to have it updated. And yes, I will probably start using Divi Cloud on the websites I'm developing. Um, but it's not going to be my only backup. And so I would just say, while stuff's new, it's like when a new release of Divi comes out and it's like, I don't know what numbers we're up to, 4.17.0, I'm not updating. I'm going to let someone else have the issues and then I'm going to update later. Like I'm, I'm going to use Divi Cloud, but I'm not going to use it as if my life depended on it because I don't trust it yet. And so I think it's one of those things like use it, get the advantage out of it, um, have fun with it, play around with it, get used to how it functions. But I'm still going to have a website backup and I'm still going to like, I'm still going to have all these other things. But maybe over time, I will start to trust it enough to say, well, this is what I do at the end of a website and that's it. And then I hand it off and goodbye. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going in excitedly, cautiously excited i don't know um love it <laughs> I needed another word, but it's a mixture of emotions yeah, yeah <laughs> i i am really excited but i i just think sometimes people can go all in and then get burned a little bit and yeah. it is still new and there are going to still be bugs and things aren't going to work perfectly and i think we just need to expect that like it's a brand new feature that has a lot of complexity to it and I think we need to go easy on the ET th um, team as we go into it and not expect everything to be absolutely flawless, but equally it's really exciting. And already I'm seeing performance differences in the back end, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my final thought uh, is about Divi Cloud as well. Um, like any tool, it's going to be as effective as you allow it. So um, with that, I think. Uh, if you want to get the most out of it, um, spend some time going through and and, and saving your layouts, organizing, categorizing, and, and basically set yourself up for success with using Divi Cloud so that when you are building a site, 
you have everything organized. You already have, you know, your buttons that are categorized by buttons. And so you have that, you know, smooth, buttery drop shadow just the way you like it. And you don't have to go and fetch it from a site you built a year ago. You've already spent some time kind of compiling and organizing everything. I'm the type of person where, uh, like, I'm kind of messy in that, like, my organization is, like, barely there for a lot of things. So it's like, I'll have you know, stuff here and and in this folder, and then I'll have a bunch of other random stuff in this folder. And the way they're labeled is totally different. And so I have to spend some time to like organize and get everything, you know, cleaned and, and put together. And then by doing that, spending that time, it makes me so much yeah. more productive in the long run. And so yeah, it's one um, thing to have like a messy, um, library in one site, but now that yeah. that library is available on every site, it could get yeah. out of control real fast. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, set up your 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 standards of how you organize and how you label yeah. and categorize and stuff like that, so that you can find stuff. Because yeah, if you just have it all just thrown in there like a junk drawer of of Divi library layouts, like it's not going to be yeah. very useful. So, how so many Timmy's people? Gonna... How many people right now are going to name one of their things smooth, buttery, drop shadow? I was going to say that. <laughs> and he goes right up close and Tim says, smooth, smooth buttery, butter, drop, drop shadow. <laughs> Coming soon. It's it's, uh, it's smooth, buttery, drop shadow and big, bold, beautiful buttons. So. <laughs> Coming soon from Divi Life. <laughs> Uh, uh, you gotta love a a buttery smooth drop shadow. Like, <laughs> all, like you know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Right? I know exactly what you meant. It's yeah. perfect. It's a perfect description for something I had never thought of a description like that before. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we have reached uh, the top of the hour. So uh, thank you to everyone who attended live and and were part of the the discussion here on YouTube. Um, we had a couple weeks off, but we're going to be back on our weekly schedule. Hopefully, um, don't don't get mad if we have to take a break. Um, and yeah, join us live um, Tuesdays at uh, two p.m. Pacific time, five p.m. Eastern time. Mike, what time is it in your your land? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock UK. Ten p.m. Uh, in in uh, UK time, and then Sarah, it's Wednesday mornings at seven a.m. There we yep. go. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. And Eric, you're on Eastern right now for the time being, right? Uh, for the time being, yep. We're we're here till June 30th. And then we head to Lima, Peru for the rest of the year for our next digital nomad stop. Wow. Nice. Love it. That's awesome. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. And we will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.